February 2nd, 2022. We're in Masechet Sanhedrin, and Afnuna Amud Aleph, if you count from the top of the page, nine lines down to the last word on the line. If you recall, and uh, you, you might recall, because it's where we spent a lot of the class yesterday developing and discussing, what the Gemara is in the midst of doing, morning, welcome back, the Gemara is in the midst of doing is determining um, the underlying logic, rationale, and proofs for the Hachamim, that the order of mitot betin, sekilah, serefa, hereg, and chenek, and the order of severity gone from highest to lowest. And so what the Gemara is doing is carefully, one by one, explaining how we know that sekilah is actually more severe if we can empirically somehow prove than serefa, for example. And then what we did yesterday was how we know that sekilah is uh, more hamur, is more uh, severe than serefa. So the next thing we're up to in the Gemara is, well, how do you know that henek, strangulation, when betin would do so in the appropriate circumstances, is not more severe than sekilah? We have to figure out each one of these one by one, prove it. Says the Gemara, Sikila Hamura Mechenek Shekenitan Lemegadef Ule Oved Ovedat Kochavim. So the first stage in every one of these circumstances was to state that objectively and clearly. <clears throat> How do I know that Sikila is really so Hamur? We'll look at two of the most Hamur activities, wrongful deeds that a person could do. Megadef, cursing God, Oved Avodazara, worshipping idolatry. In those circumstances, what's the punishment from the Torah? Sikila, my what's the severity of the deed? Not only the punishment, you need to now prove that those deeds are really, in terms of their severity, in terms of their wrongfulness, at the top, it's as we explain, says the Gemara. What we explain, which means to say, a person who's a blasphemer, a person who's by extension, as Jesse said a moment ago, a person who's Shabbat, those circumstances are situations of it's a person who to the very core of who we are, of what it means to be Shomer Torah Mitzvot, to the very belief and acceptance of God. When you're abandoning that, you can't go lower than rock bottom itself. Well, that being the case, the first stage in every one of these junctures for the Gemara in the context of Hachamim is Sekilada and is the most Hamur. Look, it's the punishment for the most Hamur activities. And that's why it trumps Hanek. That's why it would be higher in terms of severity than strangulation. Abderabah says the Gemara, perhaps I could give you a counter-argument. Abderabah means the opposite might be true. Hanek Hamur. Strangulation is more Hamur. It's more severe than Sekila. What sort of proof can you bring for that? What sort of deed, what sort of wrongdoing are you going to set forth for me that's greater, that we can ex- somehow accept is greater than a migadef, a oved After all, the punishment for a person who strikes his parents or her parents is hanik, a strangulation. First and foremost, who said? We've been bringing a, a proof text for each one of these matters. Rashi cites from the Gemara later on. Rashi cites from the Gemara later on, and Daf Petet, and uh, maybe not Daf Petet. The Gemara, the, the Gemara later on explains that any time where the uh, Torah, here it is, Rashi, any time the, the Gemara and Daf Nun Bet Amud Bet, any time the Torah just mentions without explaining the specifics of the death penalty, if it just says you mat, you die, the halakha, the hachamim, in just two pages from now, will determine and set forth for us, means chenek, that's the stam mita. In other words, if in 
for, 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 for argument's sake, if I'm in conversation with you and I say that person gets put to death and I don't explain with stoning or with beheading or uh, in that circumstance, if the Torah says, if a person strikes his parents, is motumat, the halakha is it's behenik. Fantastic, so I've established that. How do you know that is either more severe or at the very least parallel to migadev? To Oveda Budazara, to Poshetia, Baikar, Umay Humra, Shikin Hukash Kevodan, Likvot Hamakom is what I mentioned yesterday. It's the Gemara Masechit Kidushin and Daflamid. The Gemara Masechit Kidushin and Daflamid notices a similar wording with regards to honoring your parents and, regard, and honoring Hakadosh Baruch Hu in each of those circumstances, the Torah or the, Nav, or the Ketubim. In one circumstance, Pasuk in Parashat Shemot, Pasuk says, Kabet Tavi Chavetim Mecha. There's Kabet. Then Pasuk in Sefer Mishle says, Kabet et Adonai. So the word kabed is used in both circumstances. Say the hachamim, honoring your parents is so to speak on the level, on the platform of honoring HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Well, that being the case, says the Gemara, you can't sufficiently argue hachamim that sikila is greater in severity than hanik if when it comes down to it, for striking your parents, which is parallel to honoring God, you get hanek. Tosafot is careful to point out, is a bit of a spin over here in the Gemara from what we've had in the past. Every time we challenged, and we use that word adrabah, the opposite is true, we were arguing, you told me sekila is greater than serefa, adrabah, maybe I could argue serefa is greater than sekila. Over here the Gemara's challenge is not so. Over here the Gemara's challenge is perhaps Hanek is parallel, is equal to Sikila. How would you have a list of parallels? I don't know. You would say them together and then you'd mention the next one. But anyway, that's the challenge. What's that? What or maybe you would do Hanek Sekila, Sekila, but 100%, 100%. That's the claim of the Gemara. But again, that's the nuanced difference that Tosafot points out. Tosafot has several proofs that this must be the claim of the Gemara, one that I just mentioned. After all, the text, the proof for which I know the severity of Kibud Avaim is Kibud HaShamayim. Well, if that's the case, you can't tell me it's more severe than Kibud Shamayim, honoring your parents. Furthermore, Tosafot points out the we're talking in our Gemara of If you strike your parents, what if you curse your parents? The Torah says explicitly you get sekila. Well, that being another one of the texts, which proves for Tosafot that the claim here in the Gemara, the counterclaim, is not that Henek should be greater than sekila, but perhaps it should be parallel. That's the question of the Gemara. Answers the Gemara. If you recall, the way it works, and we discussed this yesterday, at the very least, for our moment, we'll be addressing Chachamim. Afterwards, we'll deal with Rabbi Shimon. But according to the Chachamim, it works like this. The Torah, at the beginning of Parashat Emor, states clearly that if there's a Bat Ish Kohen, the daughter of a Kohen man, she's promiscuous sexually, what's her punishment? Ba'esh she's burnt by fire. In such a circumstance, she has brought forth a profanity to her father's household. Now, Ish Serefa is clearly rising above something else. What's the context? What's the circumstance we're talking about 
for this individual, this woman. Well, in that circumstance, the way the hachamim understood it is, what we're dealing with is a woman who's already married, a nisuah. She's a nisuah kohen, whereas a Yisrael would get, as a married woman, hanek, the, the bat kohen gets serefa, which is more severe. Now, what if she's just engaged? I, I would think as a queen you'd be very proud of that. It means, it, means we, it means we hold your clan to higher standards. We hold your clan as closer ambassadors, although we all are of God, of a certain sanctity, of a certain, a certain way of life. That's nothing more and nothing less than that. Say it again. Right. So according to the Hachamim, when she's, uh, I mean, the Torah is only talking about the circumstance specifically of her being Bat Kohen. Your question is if she was Yisrael, she now marries to Kohen, the Halakha would be in such a circumstance that she would know, she would get punished as Yisrael. For the Hachamim, that's when she's Nisuah, she'd get Serefa, absolutely. In that circumstance, it's to the household. But for our purposes, we're a stage before that. What about when she's in Arusa? What about in a circumstance where you have an Arusa? Forget about Kohen realm. Talk about an Arusa in general, Yisrael Arusa. We'll come back to Kohen in just a few moments. But an Arusa Yisrael versus a Nisua Yisrael. A woman who's engaged versus a woman who's married. The halakha is if the woman is engaged, the Torah and Sefer Devarim Bet makes clear to us, she gets sikila. If she's wrongful activities actually, if she's mezana, she gets sikila. What if then she gets married? What's the halakha in such circumstance? So I just told you, the halakha is she gets henek. Now, when we're determining which one of these stages is more severe than the next, what's clear is, Rashi spells it out, the Gemara is assuming it, is that engagement stage in terms of severity of action is worse. Why is it worse? First and foremost, she is now reflecting on her parents' household, not only on herself, not only on her wrongful activity to God, but a wrongful general activity to others. Well, that being the case, says the Gemara, Hachamim. The claim over here is that Sikila is more severe than Hanik. Let's pause for a second and try to understand this. We challenge that. You told me on the one hand, Sikila is given to Migadef and Oved Avodah On the other hand, Henek is given to a person who is, um, is Makavi Vimo. They seem to be on equal grounding. No, I'll tell you the proof that Sikila is more Hamur. When a woman is just engaged and she's Mizana, what's her punishment? Sikila. That's the more severe time period. When she gets married and she's Mizana, what's the punishment? That's our proof, says the Gemara. So again, says the Gemara, from the fact that the Torah takes out that a woman, when she's engaged and she's a Bat Yisrael, from the principle that would and will apply to her when she's married, you're going from Hanek and clearly elevating it because you're saying the more sensitive time period, the more wrongful activity is when she's engaged. Isn't there more damage done when a woman's married? There's family, there's kids, there's a whole thing involved. And when she's engaged, okay, she did a bad thing. Not real, other than her parents, she's not a 
It's not affecting downward anybody. Um, I, 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 Grandma, we said yesterday that we said yesterday that she's hurting her parents. It's just like. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, you know, the answer needs to be parents are worse. Um, uh, you know, I, I, so, I don't know if we want that repeated to our children and our and our wives so over here, but <laughs> what? There's still a parent. Severed. I, I, I can't. I can't fully flesh it out. I can tell you, Rashi puts us on the track that I'm set, that I'm setting you on. I, I understand the counterclaim. I guess you'd have to pay, play psychology, but I'll tell you where you need to end up on this. Anyway, says the Gemara onward. How do I know? Okay, so now I've established Sekila is stronger in terms of severity than Serefa, Herig, and Henik. We've effectively dealt with all those. We need to now go to tier two. Serefa is number two. We need to now prove that Serefa is more Hamur than Saif, because Herig is the third and Serefa is the second. How do I know that Serefa being put to death through burning is Hamurami Saif Sheken Nitenalabat Kohen Shezinta? This is what I was referring to earlier. Remember, I I just mentioned to you a moment ago, if a woman is married in such a circumstance, when if she's a bat kohen, her punishment changes. Instead of her punishment being sekila, her punishment is serefa. No, a serefa. A, a woman who's not a kohen is hanek. A woman who's a kohen is serefa. We see that serefa has a certain elevated status. We're now in the context of trying to compare serefa to saif. We want to understand which one's the more severe. Well, let me let me off the bat state. Serefa is very severe. What's your proof that it's very severe? If a woman is a bat kohen and she's married, she gets the elevated status in terms of punishment of serifa. What's the homer ha'avera? What's the severity of her action? If she's, uh, if, she, if she's promiscuous in that circumstance, she's She's bringing the profane name to her family and her father's household. So that's a claim. Serifa is very severe. How do I know? Your punishment changes when you do a more severe deed. I didn't efficiently and sufficiently prove that it's greater than Saif, says the Gemara Adiraba. Perhaps I could argue the opposite way. This is just going to keep happening. Saif Hamur, After all, if an entire city, if the majority of a city is Oved so the Torah tells us what to do in Sefer Devarim. Torah says, gather all the possessions of the people and burn those possessions. But each one of the people in this city, behead them. Clearly, in a circumstance of Avodah and mass in a scale that's greater than just an individual. What's their punishment? Saif. So you're going to tell me that Serefa, which is given to this individual woman in one wrongful activity, is greater than what we're doing in such a Hilul Shemaim circumstance. And I can sufficiently prove to you that the action is treated very severely by the Torah, by the fact, by virtue of the fact that we burn their possessions. Clearly, we're treating them very severely. Well, that being the case, says the Gemara, you can't prove to me that Serefa is greater in severity than Saif. Maybe I'll argue Saif is greater because of Irani Dahat. Says the Gemara, Ne'emar avia biskila, ve'ne'emar avia bisrefa. Ma'avia ha'amur, he'amur biskila, sikila hamura misaif. Afavia he'amur bisrefa, serefa hamura misaif. Answers the Gemara, you are right. We can't in the same way that we have until now, that we have henceforth proven these circumstances, prove this one. What we can do is use a gezerah shavah. The Torah in tradition links up 
two of the same words in two separate circumstances to tell us something. We're not always determined exactly what the Gezerah Shabbat teaches us. We generally speaking have a tradition as to what words to link up. The Torah uses the word avia in two contexts. One context of serefa, the other context of sekela, to tell you that the same way sekila is greater in severity than saif, as we dealt with until now, so too serefa is greater in severity than saif. That's the statement of the Gemara. All right, well, that being the case, we've dealt with that one with what we call Gezerah Shavah. We still have more technicalities to deal with. That's our go sekila, serefa, herig, henig. So we now need, now need to prove that serefa is more severe than the last one on the list. Then henig says the Gemara, serefa, hamura, mehenig, sheken nitena lebat kohen shezinta. First and foremost, we're going to state our most objective proof that serefa is very severe. What's the objective proof? That a woman who's a bat kohen for hachamim, if she's nesua, if she's married, her punishment to serefa, See, that's a certain severity. My humra, what is the homer ha'avera? Kedamaran, as we explained, she's mehalelet tavia. So that being the case, again, we start off the bat and we state, serefa clearly has a severity. Adirabah, perhaps I could argue the opposite is true. Henek hamun, perhaps strangulation, I could argue, is greater in severity than serefa. Shekenitan. We might already be getting used to this. We might already be getting used to this. We know that the halakha is from our earlier conversation that when it comes to striking your parents, what's the halakha in such a circumstance? What's the punishment? And what's the severity of action? Well, the Torah makes clear to us, or the hachamim elaborate for us, that the honor of your parents is the tantamount to the honor of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Well, that being the case, I'm now dealing with too severe objectively speaking circumstances. One being Serefa, the other one being Hanek, says the Gemara, how do you know which one is greater than the other one? Answers the Gemara, this one I have worked out. Find a circumstance where both are relevant, both Hanek and Serefa, and try to figure out from context which one trumps which. Well, we know this one already. We've discussed it five times already today. When the Bat Kohen is married, the Bat Kohen is married, look at her compared to her Yisrael counterpart. Lo aleinu, but if there's a woman who's Yisrael and she is Mizana, what's her punishment? Hanek. How do we know? In the circumstance where the Torah doesn't tell you the punishment and we just know Motumat, punishment is Hanek. A woman is, gets Hanek just like a man if they uh, wrongful, wrongful sexual activity when married. What's the halacha for a Bat Ish Kohen, who's Mizana. When we know it's Serefa, it means Serefa going up against Hanek. Which one's the greater one? Serefa says the Gemara, Apke Rahmana Bat Kohen, Mikelal Bat Israel, From the fact that you see, when we compare Kohen to Yisrael, and Stanley, I thought you'd be very excited about it. And Kohen clearly, in terms of stature, there's a hilul, there's a certain sanctity, which is inborn in that circumstance. And we therefore give more severe punishment. Now we can derive from that, we can derive that serefa is greater than Hanek. Um, what well, that question? Skila. It's more private. In other words, you have the other one, you know, she's engaged, so but you know, a call goes out, you know. Oh, in, in Makea Avivimo, circumstantially, I mean, so keep... It could be less of a penalty. I, I understand. Keep in mind that Makea Avivimo needs to cause a... needs to cause a petzah. 
Yeah. And that, um, what, what's your argument? The, the argument's punishment-wise, right? This this was a point that, that David David Azar made to me yesterday. He said when the Gemara keeps talking about the severity of the punishment uh, as as commensurate to the severity of the deed. It probably, it probably is leading us in that direction with regards to the public perception and understanding of this circumstance. In other words, what are the people seeing? What are the people knowing about? They're knowing about the punishment. It's the publicity of the punishment which potentially is, is a lot of the severity that we're discussing over here. Right. Um, where is it? What is the dirasha? There's an explicit dirasha that makes it clear that mekalel is biskila. Again, Tosafot cites it. What's there's a dirasha along these lines? I don't. I don't remember. Maybe it's that hekesh again. Maybe it's the hekesh. The hekesh of uh, to to It's a gemara masechet kiddushin. You're right. Peshat and Pesukim puts them in the same in the same camp. All right. The gemara continues. We still need to finish this list and finish these technicalities. And I remind you, we then need to deal with all the limudim along the same lines of Rabbi Shimon who disagrees with the hachamim. All right. So what's the next on our list? So we dealt with sekila in terms of its severity above the. Three below it. We dealt with the next one on the list. Sekila Serefa above Saif. Serefa Hamura. The next thing we need to deal with is Saif above Henek. Sekila Serefa Herig. That's Saif above Henek. This is the next and last that we need to do. We now need to prove that Saif is greater than Henek in terms of severity. How do you know? Shekin Nitan says the Gemara. What's my proof that Saif is severe? We've mentioned this on more than one occasion in the Gemara. Well, after all, what's the punishment for the people in Ir Hanidahat, that city which is Oved Abu It's Saif. How do you know that that activity is terrible in terms of its severity of action? Well, you might just say, we know. So the Gemara will empirically prove it. Look at the circumstance. Where else do you know that we burn the possessions of anyone? We burn their possessions because it's telling you the Torah is that that's a severe of all circumstances. What's the punishment to the people over there? Saif. Well, if that's the case, I can tell you sufficiently and confidently that Saif is more hamur than Henek. Says the Gemara Adarabah. Henek hamur shekenitan lemakea vivimo. When we've now established, we've now stated several times, we now explain the Gemara later on has somewhat of a derasha along these lines, that the halacha is, if a person is makia avivimo, if he strikes one of his parents, the halacha is that he gets hanik. So again, so Nathan's helping us with why perhaps that'll be a bit lower in terms of in terms of circumstance. Maybe it's less public, but ultimately speaking, I'm dealing with my parents, and the claim we've made is hukash kevod horim avivimo likvod And what's the punishment in that circumstance? It's none other than hanik. Well, how are you now going to tell me confidently that Saif is greater than Hanek? Saif is given to Anshia and Hanidahat. Hanek is given to Makayavivimo. What's the answer to this last stage? What's that? Amamunamavid would, would, would tilt me in the direction of Saif being greater. But on the other hand, I'll make the claim. Why is that? Why is that a sufficient 
counterclaim. Uh, you tell me that there's Safeka Shakul. The answer of the Gemara will be, we'll read it inside, is that although, and we can't enough times repeat, the Hukash Kevod although the Kavod of your parents, the Hachamim, the Torah, are clearly and unambiguously telling you is tantamount to Kevod Shamayim, ultimately speaking, Pause for a second, question yourself, which one is the greater? If I'm comparing one to determine its severity by the other one, clearly the other one is the more severe, to the extent that we know the Dirasha as well elsewhere, right? How am I to determine what to do if my parents tell me to transgress Shabbat? On the one hand, i got to honor my parents like I honor HaKadosh Baruch Hu. On the other hand, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling me different than what my parents are telling me in terms of Hilul Shabbat. What's the answer? which means they ultimately speaking the severity and we can we can relate to this uh, because uh, we can relate to this furthermore uh, by, by means of the conversation I had with Jesse before the class and that is what's the underlying logic of arguing again I, I don't I don't want to argue against it but I want to understand the logic of arguing that kevod avivimo is tantamount to kevod shamayim that's a difficult statement uh, it's rare and far and in between that we compare anything to Akadosh Baruch how could you make such a claim Sefer Hinuch makes the following claim in the context of the rationale, the philosophy of Kibud Avayim. It says Kibud Avayim at its core has two words uh, in, in place, and that is Hakarata Tob, which means to say the objective of honoring parents is realizing their role in bringing you about in raising and rearing you. At its core, that's the same thing that binds me to Kivot Shamayim. I have Hakarata Tov HaKadosh Baruch Hu for creating me, for sustaining me, and that in turn, by honoring my parents, gives a certain sensitivity to myself, brings myself and my mind and my actions and my mind and, and my approach to matters to realizing that I need to pay back that which was given to me. Pause for a second, who created whom? So yes, your parents together with God, so to speak, created you. But who created your parents? If God rests above them, it means that although I'm going to say it's almost parallel, it's not absolutely parallel. That being the case, I'm comparing the Saif of Anshea Rani Dachat to the Henek of Avivimo. Which one's going to trump which? Saif of Irani Dachat. We say, we say if you can't honor your parents and you see them, so then you'll never get to, to realize that. In other words, we condition it's almost, you. It's almost even more important. In other words, we condition you, putting it in different words, the conditioning, so to speak, and it's hard to say it, and don't, don't take it too far, the, the parents are, so to speak, the tool by which you are able to cultivate a personality of hakarata tov. And in turn, you channel that to HaKadosh Baruch I've said on many occasions, just parenthetically, that that's the concept in general of the hachamim of the Torah speaking to us and telling us, well, have hakarata tov, even to inanimate objects. I mean, I'll just, for argument's sake, I've done this more than once, but I like doing this. Uh, uh, the, the Midrash tells us the reason Moshe doesn't strike the Nile, doesn't strike the water, is because he has hakarata tov. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells him, let Aharon do it instead of you. The water after all saved you. Let's just stop for a second to, to understand how 
initially, that appears to be absurd. And I'll, I'll give you a mashal. I, I, I do this every year to my children. They're, they're getting older and they're starting to remember the mashal. So it's, it's not working as much any longer. But you have, uh, you have uh, this year, my, my daughter asked me, by the way, what is a mafia person? Because that's the story. You have a mafia uh, uh, individual, and at a young age, he's saved by uh, some, some guy. So at a young age, he's in terrible circumstance. Some innocent bystander realizes his circumstance, his situation, and saves his life. This fellow, uh, Vinny, grows up and he becomes an effective mafia of the Lord. He's in charge of the whole enterprise. And as a result, he's called in. He's, he's for a high-profile case. He shows up together with his, uh, his, his the fellow together with him. I don't know what, what name I gave Vinny already. Joey. Joey. All right. Joey together with him. He walks in. This is a high-profile case. This is his job to do. Barges through the door takes out his, his uh, pistols, about to shoot the man, and realizes in the moment this is the man who saved him when he was younger. His hand starts to shake. He can't do it. He realizes he owes Hakaratatov. This is the individual who saved him as a young man. This is the person who took him from the brinks of death and brought him life. I can't kill him. He takes the gun, the revolver, hands it to Joey, and says, Joey, I can't do this. Please take him out. And it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. So Moshe isn't going to strike the Nile. Why not? Because it saved him. So hand the staff to your brother and let your brother do it? Seriously? But if understood differently, just understand again the hakaratatob is less the effect that's taking place, so to speak, to your parents, less the effect, so to speak, that's taking place to inanimate objects, to a Nile, to water, but rather the way it's cultivating you, it's determining who you are, your understanding of self, your understanding of being indebted to others, which in turn that makes you into a person who understands I owe gratitude to greater beings, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Well, that's the message of the story. So yes, in terms of outcome, it's ridiculous, but in terms of who it, what it does to you, well, that's what it's all about. Well, again, back in our Gemara, the d- distinction, therefore, in our final line with regards to Hachamim, between Kevod Shamaim and Kevod Avaim makes a lot of sense. If Kevod Avaim, ultimately speaking, yes, it's a thin, narrow line that divides Kevod from Kevot but ultimately speaking, Kevot is purposed for a general cultivation of character which leads you to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It means HaKadosh Baruch Hu reigns supreme above all. It means that he's the creator of your parents and yes, then partner together with them to create you, but we're going to, tr- he's going to trump them. Says the Gemara, Afilu there are the words, Poshet Yado Ba'ikar Adif, someone who's actually Oved Avodah Zarah, is more severe than what someone who quote unquote is dishonoring his parents, which is tantamount to dishonoring HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Continues the Gemara, and we'll begin it. And we have just a bit more of this. It'll be the beginning of tomorrow's class as well. Rabbi Shimon, if you recall, the Mishnah recorded not only the opinion of Hachamim, of course the mainstream opinion, that which we chant on Yom Kippur, that the order is Sekila, Serefa, Herek, Henek. The Mishnah continued on Daf Memteta, Mutbet, at the top, two lines from the top. The Mishnah told us Rabbi Shimon Omer, Serefa is first, Sekila is second, so he inverted the first two, and then he continued and he inverted the next two, he flipped the next two as well, Henek, Beherek, and then he put strangulation before beheading. Of course, the Gemara will question him on each one of these, so let's begin at the top, says the Gemara, Serefa, Hamura, Misekila, so let's begin with that one. We know the Hachamim's angle on this, the Hachamim claim that Sekila is greater than Serefa, and their first words in all these circumstances in severity of Sekila, we remember, what's the severity of Sekila? Sheken, Pashat Yadav, Bobaikar, Megadev, Oved Avodah Zarah, 
How you arguing? You're going to tell me, of course, the severity of Serefa, the empirical proof from the Torah that Serefa is more hamur. We said this in the context of Hachamim as well, is the fact that we bump up the punishment of Bat Kohen from X to Serefa. Now pause for a second, because here's where the divide occurs between Hachamim and Rabbi Shimon. The Gemara questioned Hachamim, if you recall. The, Hachamim, the, the Gemara turned to the Hachamim and said, well, let me understand this. If a woman is Bat Israel and she's Mizana, so the Torah tells me if she's an Arusa, if she's engaged, her punishment is Sikila. If she's a Bat Kohen, her punishment is Serefa. Oh, we had a question over there. Hachamim, how could you claim? It's the very, very top of the page, if you recall. How could you claim Sikila is more Hamur? I should argue Serefa is more Hamur. The Hachamim got out of that one. If you recall, what the Hachamim responded was, you misunderstood it. The Pesukim at the beginning, Parashat Emor, which talk about that woman who's a Bat Kohen, it's only talk about once she's married. When she's engaged, of course she gets Sikila, just like a Bat Israel, because Sikila reigns supreme. Rabbi Shimon never gave in to that distinction. Rabbi Shimon says, read the Torah. As a matter of fact, read the Torah in the most logical sense. If we're to look at the woman and connect her to her parents, to her father, at one stage as opposed to another, it's certainly when she's an Arusa. If the logic, the rationale of the Torah is et it makes more sense that it's when she's engaged. Well, that being the case, if we read the simple approach to the text in Parashat Emor. So it means that a Bat Kohen gets Serefa and a Bat Israel Arusa gets Sekila. It means which one's more Hamur from which? Sekila then Serefa then Sekila. Says the Gemara, I can argue on the opposite end, the end of this first wide line. And this is all information and lines we've had until now. Says the Gemara, I'll tell you where the rub is. I'll tell you what distinguishes at its core Rabbi Shimon from Chachamim. Rabbi Shimon Ta'ameh. This is Rabbi Shimon, who is consistent in his logic, in his opinion. The Amar, after all, Rabbi Shimon's opinion is, Ahat arusa, ahat Rabbi Shimon reads the text in the most simple, unambiguous fashion. So as Rabbi Shimon, the Torah says, Abad Kohen gets Serefa. What does that mean? What type of, I told you, Abad Kohen. Wait, Abad Kohen who's engaged or man? I told you, Abad Kohen gets Serefa, which means, say, even if she's an Arusa, which means if I compare her to Israel, Israel Arusa gets Sekila, Kohen, Kohen, Abad Kohen Arusa gets Serefa, Umit Abke Rahmana, Arusa, Abad Kohen, Mikila, Arusa, Abad Israel, Miskila, Lisrefa, Shema'mina, Serefa, Hamura. We can derive from that that Serefa is more Hamur than that's the first and, and realistically speaking the most significant line with regards to Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon's split fundamentally from the Hachamim is that point. Again, it's a point we discussed three weeks ago or four weeks ago in a different context. And I told you it's going to be significant in the Gemara later on. That's a critical division. Now again, Rabbi Shimon ironically is the easier read in the text. Rabbi Shimon is the easier reading the text that Bat Kohen, what's her punishment? Serefa. The Hachamim need to distinguish. Well, when she's an Arusa. Seriously? When she's an Arusa? When she's an Arusa, she's more a part of her father's household. You tell me then she doesn't get this Serefa? The Pasuk says it's because of what she did to her father. Anyway, that is the divide between Rabbi Shimon and Hachamim. Of course, the Gemara needs to continue. You proved for Rabbi Shimon that Serefa is Hamura from Sekila. You now need to prove to me the rest. You need to go that Serefa is more Hamur than Herik, that it's more Hamur than Herik. And you need to prove, just like we did with Chachamim, a lot of the concepts will already be familiar to us. We'll make our way through this in the next 
10 minutes at the beginning of class tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen, amen.